0: Hey, Isaac here. It's Tuesday, June 15th. Welcome to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. (laughs) This is the podcast where we live the dream of people of every nation, tribe and tongue, worship Jesus together on earth today as it already is in heaven. (laughs) On Friday, July 2nd, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's Word entitled God Guides, God Provides. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, July 2nd. Details at KevinWhite.us. KevinWhite.us. We'll see you there. Okay. Now here's Kevin with today's show.
1: Hey everyone, it's Pastor Kevin. Welcome to Living the Dream. Isaac, you're doing an incredible job. I really appreciate you and our team and the high quality you are given to this show living the dream but it's really our audience i really appreciate everyone in the audience who is making living the dream possible and i just welcome everyone from india the usa thailand philippines China, Australia, into Africa, Canada, around the world that are helping us live the dream that we see in Revelation chapter seven, verses nine through 12, where every nation, tribe and tongue are worshiping Jesus for all eternity in heaven. And Jesus taught us to pray, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Hey, if you're watching this episode on YouTube, I'm actually waving at you right now. I hope you'll go over and check it out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel or you're welcome to continue to listen wherever podcasts are made available. If you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, it would be an incredible honor for you to leave a five-star review. And thank you very much for helping us out with that. I want to share with you just short excerpts of prayers prayed by Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church and one of his recent messages from Acts 1. It is entitled, Then They Gathered. I want you to listen to this passage out of Acts chapter 1, verse 4. It says, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them the command." Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John the Baptist baptized with water, but I, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the times and the dates the father has set, by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria until the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going When suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Pastor Stephen shared this message, then they gathered. But in that message, I noticed three sections of prayer that he gave over the church that day. And it's not just for people sitting inside Elevation Church, obviously because of COVID-19. Way more people are watching online around the world than are actually sitting in the facilities of the Elevation campuses uh, within the United States. But this is a global prayer for a global church that has been given a global mission, the great commission of Jesus to go into all the world. And the fulfillment of that is Revelation 7, 9 through 12. And so what better way to champion that today than to pray? And I want you just to listen to these prayers and and I invite you to pray along with Pastor Stephen Furtick of Elevation Church as he prays, let us pray.
2: Acts chapter 1, verse 4: On one occasion, while he was eating with them, see it's in the Bible, come in the kitchen, lick the bowl. He was eating with them. He gave them this command: Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time? going to restore the kingdom to Israel. He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going. When suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back. Wow. In the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Verse 12, and I'll stop. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day walk from the city. I lied. I need verse 13 too to tell you what I'm supposed to tell you. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all joined together. I promise this last verse. They all joined together constantly in prayer, along with the women. I can't leave that out. And Mary, the mother of Jesus. And with his brothers, now y'all, I stared at this text so long, I didn't want the familiarity of this text to eclipse its significance for this moment. So, the first thing that I kept seeing was the word that y'all all shouted in this section right here in Acts one eight: power. You will receive power, and for the longest, I thought that was the message God had for us. That. When we release our pride, we receive God's power. The Lord said, That is true, and you can preach it sometime, but not this time. That's not the message. So I said, Well, what else could it be? And there's all kinds of things that that you that you see in this passage that are amazing. Like when they said, This same Jesus will return. Like he doesn't change. His Nature doesn't change, his character doesn't change, his purpose doesn't change, not controlled by some political power. What Jesus looks like, he's not made in our image, we're made in his, so he doesn't change. We change as we behold him. The Lord said, That's not the message for elevation leader either. And I thought, Well, we're running out of stuff here, Lord. That's the best stuff in the passage, you know. Uh, what is it? Do not leave. Jerusalem? Does it do not leave? Am I supposed to tell them, don't run off and join another church? You know, don't, don't, don't sign the divorce papers or whatever? Is that the message? Do not leave? The Lord said, no. No, it's not there. And so what the Lord told me to focus on today is in verse 6, and this is my message. Then they gathered. I want to preach to you today on those three words, then
0: they gathered. Hey, it's Isaac. Kevin will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker and best-selling author who loves helping people everywhere to prosper in God's presence. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits and churches. As founder, executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's books, one minute motivation series and podcasts. Visit kevinwhite.us today. For over 20 years, Global Hope India has been empowering the church in India as they make Christ known. Visit globalhopeindia.org and learn how you can pray. Give and go. Over 1,000 people have served on one of GHI's short term mission trips to India. Now you can join a virtual mission team to India. Visit globalhopeindia.org today because everyone should have access to hear about Jesus. Okay, now back to the show.
2: Just like the disciples received the greatest gift of God's presence, in between what they had already known and what they couldn't possibly predict, that God was creating for our church a space for what we didn't even know to pray for yet. and In January, we got together with Elevation Worship in Maverick City and recorded this album called Old Church Basement. And even though the campuses are open and some people aren't going back, I mean, God love them. They'll go everywhere else but church, but God, when it comes to church. All right, now I'm gonna tell y'all a story I wanted to tell you. I was at an establishment recently. And normally, the people that are so nice that say, We love your church. Thank you for all that y'all do in the community. And usually they they say y'all, which makes me feel good because this church is not me, it's they. All right. So, anyway, this woman was not saying any of that. She said, This woman said, "Um, What are y'all doing having church right now? I said, oh, man, well, you know, there's multiple things. We have our online ministry for people who aren't able to come, and we do all of that, and it's amazing, and God positioned us for that because we look really smart when this pandemic hit, like we had foreseen the strategic <laughs> uh, global pandemic, and we'd set up our online ministry so that we could have a dispersion of… Uh, no, 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 no. That was just God setting us up. That was just the grace of God that He knew we needed for the transition. We give him the glory for that. So I said, our teams are amazing and they can watch and we put all of that out. And I said, but I said, but the people who want to come, we open it up, it's safe. Our teams are doing a great job. Our volunteers are doing a great job. And she goes, I don't know if I believe you. That's a lot of people. I said it is a lot of people, and what I'm telling you is, you don't have to come. It's online, <laughs> 9:30. I, and you know, I just forgive me, Lord. I am Dave. And, and and so, <laughs> I should have walked out. I should have walked out, but I did. And she kept going. I mean, just going and going. And then it hit me. Wait a minute. She's arguing with me about having church. And she's standing right here with no mask on. One of
3: those, one of those saints of God, one
2: of those. That has nothing to do with my point. But what I was saying was it was a gift for me. It was a gift for me in the last year. I wasn't happy about people who lost their jobs. I wasn't happy about nurses working 18, 20 hour shifts. I wasn't happy about kids not being able to go to school. I wasn't happy about people that were that were sick, obviously, and people whose lives were hanging in the balance, and even those who lost loved ones. But what I became thankful for through the process of Navigating ministry in a time of such isolation was that the space that God left us was the room for something new that He wanted to do. And I never forget, I don't think I've told anybody this, maybe not even Holly, but we were writing this song. It was one of the last songs we finished for the album Old Church Basement. And the song was called Come Again. And Holly put it in her sermon. Last week, and it talks about uh, I'm open, and so get this at a time where we have all of these empty seats in this church. We came in; it was a two-night recording, and everybody was tested before they came in, and everything. And we did everything right, okay? And but then we came in here, and we turned this whole church, like right there where where you're sitting, sir. Yeah, right there with the hood, right there. Yeah, well, you too. But like, right, yeah, yeah. That's who I was talking to, right there. And the whole room was empty. And I asked uh, Chandler and Brandon to meet me and finish the song because it needed to be finished. And it said, uh, "It's not a building you want to fill. It's my heart." And that's all it said. And I didn't know what would come next, and we had to record it that night. We had written songs for six months, and we just needed one more line. I'm you wanna feel, it's not high Fill it up, God, fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. Just trying stuff like an hour. I sat right there. I sat right there where you are, and then Chandler is on a piano, and Brendan's on a microphone. And then a prayer came to me. And I sang it, and I'm not the best singer, but I can get the job done when I need to. And I said, uh, It's not a building you want to fill, it's my heart. And I looked up at all the seats in this room, this room, Valentine. I know everybody's in different rooms, but this room that I'm in right now. And I said, This empty space is what you wanted all along. And I'm looking at the empty seats, and a part of me wants to cry because these seats are so expensive. (laughs) This building costs so much money, like Lake Norman and Riverwalk and all these empty buildings. Give me an ulcer as a leader and a CEO, but as a pastor… What if this empty space what God wanted, to where when Jesus left the disciples in bodily form, he sent the Spirit to live within. And When the Spirit came, he said, "'Greater works will you do in my name than I did in my body.' But for the Spirit to be received, the body had to be released." Before we shout about you will receive power in Acts 1 8, we have to talk about releasing our need to control or understand everything that God does. And isn't that the hardest thing in the world? After all we've been through together, y'all won't be honest with me. Isn't it the hardest thing in the world to release your death grip? on your plans for God. Cuz you know what Jeremiah 29:11 says? God says for I know the plans you have for me. Oh, it doesn't say that. I know the plans I have for you. But the first step for those plans to be activated in a community or in an individual life is that you have to release the plans that were in the place where God wanted to do something that you didn't even know to pray for him to do. So the more I sang it, the more I understood it. This empty space, it's not that God isn't going to rebuild our church. Oh, our churches are going to be full again. These buildings are going to be full again. These buildings are going to be full again. These buildings are going to be full again.
3: These buildings are going to be full again. These, are full again. These seats are going to be full again. That orange seat That grace seat, it's gonna be full again. Shout, it's gonna be full again. It's gonna be. Don't get used to having all that elbow room, baby, because I promise it's gonna be packed out again real soon. Soon and very soon. Somebody's coming to take your seat. We're not doing empty rows for the next three years. No, we're about to fill this thing up for the glory of God. I prophesy to you empty row. Here comes a sinner. Here comes a sinner! Here comes a sinner! Here comes a sinner! Here comes a sinner! Somebody shout, here they come! Here they come! Here they come! Here they come! The blind, the lay, here they come! The hurting, the broken, here they come, here they come, here they come, here they come. Here they come. and the glory of the latter house shall be greater. I feel an anointing on this empty row that represents everything that is exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or imagine. He's able to do it. Here they come.
2: Oh God, then they gather. But the Lord gave his people a song for when they were going to the house of the Lord. And listen to what he said. I want to read you the whole song. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. We couldn't even believe that it happened. We could not even get our mind. We were like those who dreamed. it seemed so crazy. It seemed like a dream. Our mouths were filled for laughter. Now, this is 586 BC. They've been in exile. The people are coming back. This is the song God gave them Our tongues with songs of joy. Then, everybody shout, Then. Then. Then it was said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for them. Then it was said among the nations. Then, verse 3, when we came back, when we saw what God brought us through, then it was said among the nations. This is then. This is then. If you have ears to hear today, God is saying, This is then. Then they gathered. Then the nations will say. And it is a trick for you to always think, Then is somewhere out there. When I get my teams back up, they ain't all coming back. Judas is dead, okay? We gotta pick Matthias and build another thing, right? We got to cast some lots and get another disciple. I'm not calling that sweet lady who couldn't come back and be a greeter Judas. I'm just using an analogy. <laughs> then it
3: was said… After we spent a time in a foreign place
2: but trusted in God to get us through it… That's what you've done. That's what you've… Not perfectly. Then it will be said. Then. They gathered then, and the Lord is saying, "This is then. It's now or never.
3: The church either has a message or we don't have a message. We either are the bride of Christ or we're just playing around, just dating Jesus, just conveniently hooking up with God when we need something. This is then, and this is they." He said, "'When the Lord brought us back, we could not believe. When the Lord restored…' God, would you restore the fortunes of Zion? Would you visit your people again with an outpouring of wisdom, with a message of reconciliation, God with peace flooding our veins so that we walk in the earth as Christ was, so that we stand in the stead of the living God, urging men to be reconciled to God? Turn, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. I declare that these are the days of Elijah, these are the days of Ezekiel, the dry bones becoming as flesh. This is then you are vain. We have gathered in the name of him who became sin, who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God. And you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood,
2: a holy nation. The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done, verse three, great things for us. We are filled with joy. Restore our fortunes, Lord. Like streams in the Negev. Like streams in the Negev. That's a dry place, the Negev. Oh God, it barely rains in the Negev. But when it does, it rips through. So suddenly that if you're not ready for it, it'll wash you out. A dry place so long. But this is then. God. When God God releases his spirit, when God floods your heart, when God does what he said he would do, you have to be prepared beforehand, because it happens so suddenly. If you're not ready, you won't have room to receive it. Restore our fortunes, Lord. Restore. God is in a season of restoring the years that the cankerworm and the palmer worm and the coronavirus have eaten. But this is the verse that I thought I would leave you with, where he said, "Those who sow with tears." For everybody who has been mourning a disappointment in your life… For, for everyone who has been crying like the disciples cried at the cross, and your life has been scattered, the promise says that those who sow with tears Will reap with songs of joy. And those wait, let me ask a question. Who are those that God is speaking to today? If it's you, lift your hands to heaven. If it's you, lift your hands to heaven. You don't have to be in this room. You know that by now. Those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow. Because even though you've been weeping, you never stopped sowing. That's the thing about it. Even though you've had, you've had depression that's been in your own life, but you kept, you, kept, you kept doing what God called you to do. You kept your eyes on the joy set before you. You kept sowing. So the promise is that those who go out weeping, carrying seed to sow… These are they that sowed anyway. These are those that gave anyway. These are those that prayed anyway. These are those that quoted Matthew 18 over your two person e
3: group on a Zoom call in April. These are they that sowed anyway. So, are you ready for this? Here comes the promise. Get ready. It's a gully washing promise like a stream in a dry place. We'll return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves. With them. So for a season they wept, but then they gathered. For a season they had to weep, but God said, It's reaping time. For in due season you shall reap. If you faint not, if you faint not, these are they that did not faint. These are they that waited. Lift your hands up. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles.
2: So, run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not. These are they that waited. And now, God, now that we have made room, not for our old paradigm of church, not for our limited confines of what ministry looks like that was limited to physical buildings, but I believe that you scattered us for a season to gather a harvest for an eternal purpose. Let me say that again. He scattered you for a season to gather, for an eternal purpose, a harvest unto himself. Thank you These are the days of the greatest ministry that we have ever seen but it's been scattered, it's been all over the place. God knows it has. Does that feel like your life, your mind, even your priorities? I felt scattered, really disoriented at times. Who can I trust? Who's with me? What's going on? What will it be like on the other side? Then. They gather. From my heart, thank you for sowing in a season when you were personally struggling. Yes. Yes. Even if you scattered for a little while, welcome back. There's room for you. In the heart of God, there's room for you in the plan of God, there's room for you in the story that He's telling. And now we have all this room to receive from God whatever He wants to do next in our ministry. I thought I would end my portion of this time by turning our, our auditoriums and living rooms and cafes where people are meeting. And think I threw that in, cafes. I just imagine someone's in a cafe somewhere. But Maybe we can make it in Upper Room for a moment. Maybe we can be 120. Maybe we can offer God our lives as a foundation on which to build whatever he wants to build next. But I don't want you to miss it, because I slipped this in at the very end. They that scattered seed in the dry season gather to harvest You've got so much to look forward to Please don't give up on God, please don't give up on yourself, please don't diminish your gift. We've got so much to look forward to. And there's grace, there's grace for adaptation, there's grace for mistakes. But we've got to gather. We've got to gather. Then they. Gathered. They sowed in tears. They brought home a harvest. They sowed in tears, and they reaped in joy. So, Lord, we're 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 going up there with Bartholomew and Philip and Peter, James and John, the sons of thunder. They were so messed up, they asked which one of them could sit at their right hand, your right hand and left hand, and you still let them come, so we're good. We're coming up here with the women Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and the brothers. We're coming up like the 120, and we realize that you're reinventing us even in this moment because we'll look back on this day where we gathered and felt so good and then you send us out and you scatter us that you might gather us again. Lord, I thank you for everybody in this room beyond what they do in our church. God knows they're more than an usher. God knows they're more than… Just… Not that these things are little, but, God, they're walking in multiple roles. I thank you that. You scatter your people everywhere in the world. You put some to be dentists and some to be doctors and some to be lawyers and some to be teachers. You've got your people everywhere. That's how your kingdom advances, as you scatter us so that you might gather unto yourself a renewed people. Then they gather. Whatever happens next, Lord, in our local communities, whatever limitations or unforeseen turns or twists it takes… We're not leaving Jerusalem. We're waiting for the gift. So, in this upper room right now, come, Holy Spirit. Come, breathe into these slain that they may live. I want to pray for somebody who's been out of church, and they miss you, and you miss them. Bring them back rejoicing, Lord. We've got room for them. I want to pray for those who kept coming to church. But because we didn't really know, we we just got so turned around and confused. But then they gathered without knowing the answers. They gathered in faith and you moved. And now, this same Jesus who was taken up, this this same power that raised him from the dead, it lives in us, your church. Restore the fortunes of Zion, Lord, and the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. This is then. This is then. Not when we're back in quadruple overflow at (laughs) Valentine. No, no, no. This is then. Then they gather. Then they gather. Then they gather. I thank you, Lord, for our gatherings tomorrow. They'll be like, some of them will be one ninth full. Then they gather. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. Yeah, God. Redeem the empty space. Give us a new norm. We thank you that this ministry never stopped reaching. We reached more people in this last season than we ever reached. You did a greater work than our minds could comprehend. So I release your people in the power of your spirit now, God. These ministry gifts that you've placed their intelligence, their brilliance, their love, their compassion, their consistency. Be multiplied into the earth, be multiplied into our cities, be multiplied into your kingdom. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then they gather. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: We love you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Living the Dream Show with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is copyright, Kevin White International, all rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of living the dream as people of every nation, tribe and tongue worship Jesus together on earth today, as it already is in heaven. Remembering the gift of God's presence through Jesus Christ is accessible to everyone. Join us again next week for living the dream with Kevin White. Living the dream with Kevin White.